All right. Shut up, Jackson. Hello. Hello. Welcome to episode 13 of the Beacon Street Buzz. I am not Giovanni Collada, sadly. I'm Nick Petralia, joined tonight by Jackson Shafroff, Paul, Noah, and Jimmy. And tonight, boys, special guest. Would you, would you not say Noah, special guest? I would say a very special guest. I would say a very special guest. He is the attendee for the future number one team in the country, if you don't rank them there already, which some don't. He has a big game this Friday and this Saturday against his Crosstown rivals, Boston University. Freshman tender, Jacob Fowler, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So, Jacob, so you're from Florida. We talked about it a little bit before the show started. How how do you get into hockey as someone who's from a warm weather state? Yeah, there's definitely not a lot of hockey, especially where I live, but uh, my dad is from the West Virginia area, and uh, being in college, he started to love hockey, and he picked it up when you know later in his years, and I uh, fell in love with it right away when you know he moved to Florida, and um, was kind of just rolling around the ranks ever since, and got my first pair of skates at two, and the rest was kind of history. So, is there athletes in your family? Like, is your dad an athlete? Yeah, my dad was more just like a high school kid. He was more seasonal. Like, you know, he played football in the fall, go skiing in the winter, and then play baseball in the spring. So that was kind of. His thing, and you know, I was kind of raised that way that you're not going to be a one-sport athlete. You're kind of going to play everything. So did you play? So you didn't play just hockey growing up. You played? No, I played a lot of sports. So um, the funny story is, like when I was younger, I did. I had one rink within 50 miles, and there was like no hockey. There was more just figure skating. So um, while playing AAA, I played soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and basketball. Oh wow! All at the same time. So like I wouldn't practice for hockey. I'd just go play games on the weekends. Wait, so you're a college hockey player who didn't grow up yeah, practicing? Yeah, I, I like didn't have any access to the ice. So I'd like wake up at basketball like early in the morning, go to school all day, and then legit have soccer practice, lead right into lacrosse, and then I'd go to bed, and then uh, I was playing travel baseball. Boys, you, did you guys practice in high school? I did not do that many things in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but that's all right. I have one question for you. When did you want to become a goalie? Because I feel like goalie is like in football when you're like, I want to be an offensive lineman. Like nobody like starts out saying like, I want to be an offensive lineman. Yeah, I mean, I kind of got obsessed with just like the pads when I was younger. But for me, it was um, my goalie in house league was so bad that I was like, hey, I think I could be better. So um, I kind of just said like, screw this, dad. Like I want to play goalie because I hate losing and um, started playing goalie and kind of never came out and. Um, was fortunate enough to like get called when I was like six to go play for like a Florida travel team, and I don't think I would have made that team as a forward, so I just stayed as a goalie. So you played uh, in the USHL. Um, you won goaltender of the year uh, there. Can you talk? To, one thing I we talked about um, we've talked about a lot with hockey players who who grow up playing in, in in those kind of programs, and I'm sure you played a lot of travel growing up as well. Talk to me about like the balance with school growing up. Like, what's the high school experience? Because it can't be similar to everyone else. Yeah, for sure. I think mine was a little bit different, just because um, you know, kind of throw COVID in the mix with everything. Yeah. It shook everything up, and uh, I was in public school in Florida till halfway through my freshman year, and then um, right before COVID happened, I went online anyway because I was going to fail school for missing too much, and <laughs> after that. yeah yeah COVID happened and um I went to prep school in Connecticut for two years and that was kind of the last of real in-school experience for me and even that it was like a hockey school where everything was kind of based around sports so going to play juniors was hard being fully online and you know trying to be responsible and do it because it definitely wasn't easy you know when you're hockey 24-7 with with no parents to kind of want to just wake up and you know want to do school so being in college, it's a little bit different and still trying to, you know, get the academics to a higher standard. Do a lot of guys um, who play at such a high level of hockey um, get that normal high school for like four years of going to high school or is that not something you really say? I definitely would say the four years of high school is definitely almost impossible unless you know, you're some unworldly athlete from maybe <laughs> Minnesota or Boston. So especially in Florida, there's no opportunity to really play for your own high school. So you're kind of forced to leave home at an early age to kind of pursue it. Uh, Jackson, you Yeah, like, I, well, I definitely agree with that. Like, in comparison to football and, like, lacrosse, like, these guys are reclassing, I guess, in the comparison. And, like, meanwhile, you guys are, like, shipping away. Uh, where was, like, 
I guess, where was your trajectory? Like, did you know, what? when did you know that you were going to go to play somewhere else outside of Florida? Was that like a instinct thing, or was that more so like, this is what I want to do, and this is how I want to do it? Yeah, I mean, personally, I didn't really want to leave home. I think everybody wants to say they want to move away or do all this and that until the day finally comes where you're 16, kind of on your own. But for me, it was, you know, during COVID, I wanted to find a place where even if I didn't play a single game, I could still kind of get that development. And um, going to prep school was pretty much the only way where, you know, you had a rink on campus, you had a gym, and, you know, your school was all in the same spot. So it was kind of the perfect balance for me. And fortunately enough, I got to play a few games that year as well. All right. So moving on to coming to BC, obviously you talked, um, well, you talked to us before the show about how uh, you got recruited in December of last year. Um, Talk to us about that recruiting process. Who was the coach that came out to uh, really get you to come to BC and, and why you chose BC? Yeah, last November, um, I decommitted from Clarkson just right around the NLI signing period. And, um, you know, I wanted to just open up my recruitment, go in a different direction. And, um, you know, there were a couple of schools that had been talking to me, you know, throughout that process. And kind of during the year, you don't really want to be bothered by a lot of that stuff. You kind of want to just go play hockey. And, um, you know, my agent's from Boston, and um, he wanted to be going, wanted me to go in with an open mind and kind of look at everything and don't leave any stone unturned. And, um, you know, Coach Mike Aries called me one night, and I got a text from, you know, Coach Brown. Um, and the thing that I liked is right away they did everything kind of class act, you know, doing it the right way. Some of the other schools are kind of you know, not doing it that same way. And uh, when I finally came on my official visit here, it was, you know, a pretty easy decision. It's a nice winter day in Boston, not too cold, but you really get to see how unreal this campus is and, you know, the facilities speak for themselves and, um, you know, the coaching staff and how good they've been to me and throughout the whole process. It was a no-brainer and, you know, I committed that same day, you know, in the airport and signed my letter of intent. Damn, in the airport's crazy. I didn't sign the, the letter of intent in the airport. I had to wait <laughs> for it to get emailed for a couple of days, but uh, I called them from the Logan, whatever gate I was yeah. at, and told them I was coming. So you, t- so... I mean, you don't have to answer this question if you really don't want to. But what do you mean when you say that got the other schools weren't recruiting, like doing bad jobs of recruiting? What do you mean when you say that? Yeah, I mean, there were schools that even when I was committed to, you know, Clarkson were still reaching out and um, were obviously interested in telling me, you know, different things of that sort. And, um, you know, BC was a dream school of mine my whole life. And um, even when I was committed, you always see like different college teams with scores and they were always ranked really high, you know, the history that they have. You get to play in the bean pot, like all these cool little things that BC had. And a um, fun of those stories, when I was like 13 for school, I had to make like a dream schools list. And um, right when I opened my recruitment, I saw that and saw BC was at number one. And um, just those little things that, you know, you find them, you know, in life. And um, I knew BC once I got those texts, the way the coaches were talking to me and, you know, they didn't get in or try to, tamper with anything they were a class act doing it you know blue collar the the right way and and BU was not on that list correct BU actually was not on that list wow is that shocking is anyone shocked by that here no no one here it's terrible it's a terrible school Paul did you uh have something you wanted to try yeah I was gonna say um BC obviously such a storied history with hockey um are there any former uh, players that you look up to from BC, not only all of hockey, but BC particularly in the past. And obviously we haven't touched upon it yet, but you're drafted by the uh, sorry, Canadians. So like, have you talked to like Matheson too? Because I know he's there right now. Because I know he's there right now. Yeah, I haven't talked to Matheson, but um, obviously Abby Newhook's still here and uh, her brother's in Montreal. So there's a lot of ties. Uh, Julia Pellerin, who's on the girls team as well here, her dad also works in the higher ups of their organization. So there's a lot of ties to Boston with Montreal, which is pretty cool to see. And um, you know, I can't wait to kind of get back there this summer and see it. But um, I think for BC, you know, I think another big part of why I came here is it's hard to find another school that's put more goalies in the NHL than BC. You know, you got Schneider, Wall, Demko, and Niter. So yeah, those guys are okay. You kind of want to add yourself to that man. list, and um, you know, they've done their part. Now it's just you know if I can you know put the rubber to the road and kind of do it myself. I like uh, rubber to the road. That's good. That's a good phrase, Paul. That sounds like something you would say. Rubber to the road, really? Yeah, yeah I think so. Scream something. That screams something. Speaking of your recruitment, um, there was a lot of 
hype around this entire recruitment class. Could you uh, just talk about like the first couple of weeks here with that with those other freshmen and what was that like? Yeah, my dad actually had a better relationship with the Smiths than I did. Just um, Smitty's dad called my dad for about three hours right when I was about to take my visit, and um, I hadn't built that relationship with those kids yet, except for Leonard from USA stuff. But um, kind of when I got to campus, I didn't know what to expect. I'd met them, you know, throughout kind of the whole draft process and you know, over the summer at the summer showcase, but. Uh, finally, when you get to start living with those guys and being around them every day, you kind of get to see more of their personality, and, and it's been nothing but you know good times with those guys, and definitely a lot of memories that you know I'll never forget. And I imagine traveling to the World Juniors with them was a pretty cool experience, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun just to kind of have those relationships that you already have so deep mixed with you know all the other guys that we already had a really good relationship with, you know, all 26 guys that. Uh, it was pretty special to kind of have old friends and new friends and then, you know, kind of all come together as one team and, you know, just have a great time. Moving to, like, BC now, um, you guys have obviously had a great season. You yourself have had a great season. Talk talk to us, and I know you talked about the chemistry. What really makes – because the team last year was was not great. What do you think is the jump? What do you think is it – is it the chemistry? Is it just – what is it? What's the jump? I think there's a lot of things, and I think probably the biggest thing is we can win in a lot of different ways, which you know some teams around the country you know can't find other ways to win other than maybe outskilling our team or just getting one more lucky bounce. And for us, it's been you know we can win a game with you know that young line having four or five points. We can have some with you know Cutter stepping up in those big moments, or you know our back end having some big penalty kills. So. There's a lot of different ways that our team has, you know, found ways to hold on or to, you know, cut it out and come back on teams. So, I think as much as it's the regular season and you know you want to get your hockey points and keep your pairwise high, it's you want to build to that national championship. And you know, I think we're doing a lot of those right things. Is the is the ranking something you guys really pay attention to, or is it is that background noise? I mean, at the beginning, you know, when you have such a young team and you know a pretty new group to each other, it's you don't know what you're gonna be yet as a team and. Uh, when that first ranking came out, it was kind of just a starting point because you know, we didn't know if we were going to go up, down, sideways, how it was going to go. And um, you know, after we kind of beat Quinnipiac, is when we started to realize like you know we could have something special here. And um, whenever you get to be ranked number one for the first time, it's a cool feeling. But I think since then the rankings have kind of just been background noise. So that Quinnipiac game is your first is your first college start. Um, how did that feel? Was there did you feel different going out there, or you were set, you're basically already been a pro it didn't feel any different yeah I mean I think the biggest thing like your routine changes a little bit but um you know for me it was just you didn't know how the game was going to go don't know what to expect so I think kind of the beauty of the situation was you can kind of just go out with no expectations and kind of just play hockey so um, definitely some nerves going out there you know it's their national championship you know banner night but um with such a young team and you know the veteran leadership that we had it was you know, pretty cool to see how quickly we came together. Had to feel pretty good to spoil that banner night, huh? Oh, definitely a good feeling on that, you know, three-hour bus ride home. <laughs> I mean, in, even to touch up on the Quinnipiac game a little more, you were having, you were almost a shutout in your first game as a college starter. I mean, obviously you let the one-in slip by with, I think, around five minutes left. Like, what was your mentality after you let the one go? How did you maintain in focus and shape to know that you still were, end up were going to get the win in overtime? Yeah, I mean, you never want to get scored on, but I think it was almost like a sigh of relief, like, you know, being a goalie, like, it's inevitable. Like, you're going to get scored on. You know, it sucks, but you can't have a shutout every night. Um, and for me, it was just, you know, giving my team that chance to win and just making one more save than their guys. So I had all the confidence in the world that we were going to score more than one goal. So if I could hold them to that, we were going to be all good. Do you think uh, going, going forward with the rest of the season, um, do you think – you guys are built to to last. Do you think? Well, I'm sure you do feel like you're built to last. But <laughs> what makes it so that you guys are built to last? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, I think is it because you can win in so many ways? As, as I think that's before? definitely a big key, and I think you know our coaching staff does a great job with keeping us in the present, and you know everybody could look ahead to this week for the last three weeks or coming back from you know breaks. So for us, it was you, know, you got to come out, you got to play Providence, and you know, don't move on for Providence. You got to play Merrimack. So, 
you know, we've done a really good job with not looking too far ahead, and you know, I think that's going to be a key going down the stretch that you know you can't win the national championship in February. So it's just kind of take it one day at a time, as cliche as it is, and kind of just you know, go with the flow. Moving on, Paul has some fun questions. Not that I think every question we haven't asked is fun, but yeah, Paul? We'll do a little bit of these. We're back again. So BC Rapid Fire, we just have a couple fun questions about your time on campus so far. Uh, let's go. Uh, <laughs> favorite dining hall? What's your favorite dining hall? That's a hard one because lower is definitely better, but Mac is closer to the dorm, so it's kind of just conveniency versus quality for me, and yeah. probably just Mac because it's closer. It's such a freshman take. You got a favorite it's dinner? Like, favorite menu item? Favorite menu item? I mean, the like the chicken bites that they had at lower. Those are definitely a better. The fried ones, like the. Yeah, it's like the honey. Q or whatever it is, those ones are money. Oh, the ones at Eagle's Nest? Well, they had those at lower. Yes, yeah, I should have. Does Eagle's Nest count as a dining hall? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eagle's yeah. Nest is one. Yeah, okay. That's, that, that seems to be a good get the If you can get the chicken parm panini, that's a good day. Yeah, but it's always too long of a line. Like, I don't have the time to go wait in a 10 minute line for a chicken parm panini. More of a chicken pesto guy, you know? You would be more of a chicken pesto guy. What? That's a good sandwich right there. Yeah. And there's no line. Yeah, but if you're like, there's can a I get to... why there's no line though? Yeah. <laughs> Better for me. Uh, Funniest teammate. Paul. Probably Timmy Delay. Ooh. I don't know. Who do we use? Who did Ryan Leonard? No, Gus gave us Traeger. Was it Traeger? Traeger's pretty funny. No, no, that's when we get into this. Jan Korak. We no. Oh, 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 Jan Korak is who Ryan Leonard is. Because we all thought Traeger was going to be the answer, and he just said Traeger was the butt end of every single joke, so like it's kind of funny. Yeah, Traeger's is pretty funny. Timmy is probably the most like pure comedy, like funniest guy. Yeah. Hard to keep a straight face in class sometimes. That'd be good. You got more, more. Uh, yeah, let's go. We let's keep more. having fun, Paul. Yeah. Uh, favorite BC sport to watch? I'm assuming football, probably. No, really? it was. I don't know. We haven't been to women's lacrosse yet. I've heard some hype about. I mean, they're games. they're electric. Yeah, I haven't been baseball to baseball really games fun, yeah. yet, but I don't know, we went to the North Carolina game, which was pretty fun. Um, we've been to a bunch of basketball games, and we just try to see how you know low we can sneak onto the court. Yeah, when we had Leonard on, we were telling him we were we saw you guys. It was the Richmond game. Yeah, so we were sitting courtside because tender toss. You guys got it. So. <laughs> you guys got to do the tender toss? No, they, oh. we got them. They got it. And they were handed it to the kids. Good. Oh, good we guys. Thought, we thought they were hot dogs, and then we opened it. It was chicken tenders, and we were just handed them away because <laughs> we didn't want them. Oh man, uh, favorite, wow. favorite class at BC. Favorite class. That's a hard one. <laughs> um, <laughs> he literally just said that he almost failed high school yeah. because he didn't go to class. So. Probably, um, I'm taking innovation through design thinking right now. That's probably my favorite Ooh. class. That's a lot of words. <laughs> what is that? Not a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> Too many words. Not going to read. Yeah, what did Gus say? Because I'm going to need to add that next semester. Uh, you gotta do uh, what's your late introductions to Calm. music of the world? <laughs> I think I have seven. Uh, oh, I'm in that one too. I probably <laughs> that one. It is. Yeah, I took you intro. My yeah. schedule right now. I mean, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I took introductions last uh, semester with um, Traegs, yeah. Gus, Cutter, and I think, <laughs> and I and I think Powell. I'm in, I'm in it, it was the world just, right now. With Powell Berman. Yep, that Powell, was nice. yeah, Powell Pozzi Fortescue is my roommate. So me and my roommate are different majors, but we both have nine AMs both days together. Yeah. It's really bad for the room because <laughs> But that that class is unreal. I wrote a two hundred word paper on the song Thunderstruck, which is mine. <laughs> is that your is that your go to song before the game? Well it was like pick a beat that's recognizable, it was the first song that came on, so I just <laughs> Stuck with it. What's your pregame routine? Like music, food, like take me through like two hours pregame. Two hours pregame. So I'll, let's say games at seven. Usually around like four, four fifteen, I'll walk down and um, kind of from there I kind of just lay loose, get a coffee in me at some point at the rank, and then usually tape my sticks. I don't usually do anything too crazy, Not a strict but routine guy. Yeah, I mean so. the only thing I really do is you know we'll stretch as a team and then. Um, Kind of, I'll do like my own like meditation thing for like eight minutes, but other than that, I kind of just hang out with the boys, play some sewer. Favorite pregame song? Favorite pregame song? Uh, we play Me Versus Me every time we go on the ice, so that's kind of <laughs> like probably my go-to. Pregame meal? 
Is it consistent? It's changed it's since World Juniors because the food in Sweden was so bad that I got so tired of pasta. So now it's like, now it's more of like if we have sweet potatoes, it's like a game changer, like unreal. So like chicken, some rice, some sweet potatoes. Always go with half a cookie though after it, like at the end. Only half a cookie? Only half a cookie because then you throw it away and you're like, did good today like it only <laughs> half it's like a mental thing you feel yeah, better it's like about you need your after. glucose in for the game but you can't eat a whole cookie a small yeah well, too bad they don't get a hot dog die oh. you we heard about we, hot dog die we know never heard about hot dog football day. players get, hot dog day. get a whole day just for hot dogs that sounds terrible after like so many days they love it so. i mean they i mean every every report we've heard is hot dog oh. day is the best day of, of practice there used to be we so we have a training table which is like our own like dining hall for dinner some nights it used to be every time we sweep we'd have a sunday bar on mondays but that has changed and the boys are not happy about it really so have you brought have you brought it up with the with, to yeah, the top I'm getting, or no i'm getting the you know seniors to kind of Bark on that chain. So yeah, is that something? Is that something you need us to help? If you, yeah, if you need help, we could write up a formal. I, I mean, wouldn't call yeah, it a complaint, like, but like a. We could hold up a sign. Sunday, the Sunday bar needs to come back after sweeps because, you know, it's nothing better than on Monday. And we're like, oh, yeah, we sweep today. Last weekend, get a Sunday NBA. Go to my night class. You know, everything's well, awesome. If you get a sweep this weekend, no, we'll bring you all. To I think. I think they'll give us ice cream for sweep this weekend. So how excited are you for the for these games this weekend? I think it's going to be awesome, and I'm pretty pumped just having that experience of playing Denver, and, you know, it's hard to find, like, another building that was rocking as hard as, you know, Conti after that game, and, you know, we've had big crowds every single night, and, you know, everywhere we go, it's just been big crowds, so I think to kind of have the whole school in one spot, you know, fully into it, being loud, and, you know, you kind of had to earn your seat in this building, so it's people that truly want to be there, and, um, you know, it's there's no better place to be than Conti on a Friday night. Are you, do you, when people are cheering for you, do you hear that? Do you, do you take that in or you're too blocked out in the noise of the game? I mean, when it's pretty clear, like guys can say they don't hear it, but you can hear it. So, um, you definitely hear a little bit of it, but when that place is loud, you're kind of just hearing, you know, white noise. When you hear, when you make a big save and you hear the, the boys bang on the glass, is that, does that give you a little boost? Oh, I love it when the boys bang on the board. So. Even during the yeah. game, we get like, we get in ridiculous so trouble for that. We try to get. You're allowed to we, bang on the glass. We try to get on the glass. We're on the glass, the glass basically every game. We try to pl- like go to if if we can, and we try to get there early enough. And every time we bang on it, the security guard just with like he's super wide, so he just walks right through the middle, and just we have to clear out. Yeah, he didn't he didn't even say anything anymore. No, he just kind of walks. Knows. You're not you're not allowed to bang yeah, on the glass, no. which is like it's plastic. It's a hockey player. Even though you guys even though they get thrown into it like at full speed. Like we like jump into it. Yeah. yeah. Just, like, tap on. That sounds like a school problem to me. Speaking of loud atmospheres, uh, how was Maine for you? I mean, it's really small. They try their best to kind of get us off our game before you even step on the ice. Really small locker room, split into two. The D and goalies are almost in a storage closet. So all those little mind games, you know, they try to play. And then you go out, it's really tight in there. The students are right on top of you. And uh, it's pretty hostile. Um, definitely not an easy place to play. And um, even though we didn't get the sweep, to come out of there with points is always a positive on the weekend. Was that your favorite? That was your favorite away, away arena to play at this year? I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but definitely the most memorable. Um, I really like playing at Quinnipiac. Just the different ranks you go to that you've played in when you were younger, it's cool to kind of go back and actually be in college now. But my favorite one's probably Notre Dame. Just Oh, yeah? Everybody likes Notre Dame as a school. and. Well, I don't know if everyone likes Notre oh, Dame. I grew up. School. I love the movie Rudy. Oh, oh I. No, should we? You, I'll do it. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. We have bad news about Rudy. He he sadly is a criminal. <laughs> Very sad. Uh, <laughs> he did. He committed tax evasion. Yes, oh. he did. He started. What he started his own charity, and then he. We we got really into this, and we started. Yeah, we always thought it was when we were playing Notre Dame last year, and we don't need to talk about the score of that game. Unimportant score. We did lose fifty three to nothing. Regardless. Regardless. 44. Don't well, make it seem as bad. Was it 44? I was, I was there for 40 of those points. Good job, Evan Moorhead, for keeping us in the game. Yeah. Shout out. Um, no more. Yeah, he's still on campus. I saw him at the gym. Dude, he, goes to the, he apparently goes to the gym all yeah, the time. he goes to the NARP gym. I yeah, because he, so he can't because he's, he's in the portal. Tommy was in the gym. Yesterday. Was he? I saw him, yeah. Did you say hi to him? That's dangerous. He drove his AMG there. I don't know. Did he, was he wearing the... Uh, everywhere. 
Dude, he apparently is that in the dog. I don't know about the dog. Is that dog? Does he, does he live on campus? He lives, he lives in, 90. in 90. I was gonna yeah. say, I always see that guy. In 2011, the SEC charged Daniel Rudy Rudinger and 12, Rudiger. Rudiger, Rudiger. Sorry, and 12 others in scheme to pump stock in sports drink companies. Oh, that was up. So. So yeah, he's uh, so. Yeah. Like but but it's my favorite post. I don't know who made yeah. this. But what do we do here at the Beacon Street Buzz except for uh, diminish people's childhood heroes? That's what we do. I mean, it's money. I mean, we did beat Notre Dame. We did. <laughs> we did. Money. We did beat Notre Dame six one. So it makes a little. Yeah. Happen. That was insane. That was a fun birthday, that's for sure. Oh, that was on your birthday. Yeah. Oh, that had to feel good. I mean, again. Oh yeah. Nothing better than getting on a chartered plane after a six <laughs> one win against Notre Dame. Did you like a cake at least or something? Or I forget what we did. My parents like got like cupcakes or something shipped here. It's just you're in such a blender when like you get on a plane after playing a game, and you're back in Boston at nine thirty when you played at five in almost Illinois. You're just like. Well, I think leaving South Bend, Indiana on your birthday could be like the greatest gift of all. Yeah. Oh my god, that place. Uh, it's oh. just it's just. Is corn. there anything to do in South Bend? I don't know, like. On that World Junior team, you got guys like all different schools, and like we're always asking, like, there's no way you guys have fun at these schools, and it's like, you know, South Bend, like, you know, you don't Corn. have downtown Boston in your backyard, so what do you guys do? And it's like, nothing. No, it's all like, these places, none of these cool. places have Fenway Johnnies or Circle. The Blake Griffin story from last year was that, that Circle? Was, oh yeah, Blake Griffin got denied from Circle. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. that. I tried to fight him. This is my favorite thing ever. Like, <laughs> Why was he going to Circle? <laughs> it was. <laughs> It was what team were we playing? It was, we were playing a basketball we're playing game. And we were playing Clemson, and the entire Celtics team was there. Like Peyton Pritchard was. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. No, this was a football. This game. is football. This was right, football. That's right when he threw up the he threw up the yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah. so much yeah. more sense if he was yeah. at the circle on a tailgate day. And it was so funny. They somebody got a video of it like outside, like Blake Griffin denied. I was like, dude, this is crazy. That's this so dude's funny. Keep it Kardashian. <laughs> you brought up you brought up Michigan State earlier, or you said Michigan State, whatever. What's your um, relationship with Trey Augustine? Like, you guys boys? You're no, I'm actually boys with him. He's probably one of the biggest beauties I've ever met. And, um, a lot of, like, all the media was trying to make it, like, bad blood between us. And I didn't have, like, the best relationship with him, like, that close yet going into everything. But, you know, he played with, you know, six of my teammates. Yeah. He's pretty nasty at hockey. Like, you know, him and I were always competing. But um, him and I were roommates when we got to camp together. Uh, I got to know him pretty well. And, um, you know, he's not one of those typical goalies that's, you know, kind of mental he's a good guy you know pretty chill 24 7 and um, kind of a fun guy to hang out with whether it's hockey related or not so my relationship with him definitely grew over world juniors and i'd probably text him with all those usa guys you know daily i mean good goaltender did lose to us twice did did lose <laughs> to us that twice. Was, that in was both in games pocket the both whole games trip. You, you know, not not, not great, not great performances out of him. You know, seems a great guy. I almost oh. those recruits, like, but cried. did get Will like, Smith? Kids are definitely not going to Michigan State anymore. Oh uh, what? Like, it was, oh, when you were screaming were at the recruits? Yeah, tell the story. Tell the story. Michigan State. There are no, 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 no. no. Tell it. I think they were scratchers, but tell the story anyway. We were on the glass again for the Michigan State game, and out of the corner of my eye, I see like three random like greenish jackets. I was like, "This is not right," because this entire stadium or this entire like form should be all maroon and gold. And it's three Michigan. Oh no, this was no no this no no. Was no. This, is, this, this was this was uh, this is Halloween yes. night. So Noah's doing this as a rock star. Rock star from the eighties. We loved it. We're scouting every warm up still. So. I'm literally just sitting there, just like ripping on these kids. Every like you guys could have like. You probably didn't even score. I was still just ripping all these kids in the target. They were, like, dying laughing. I'm just screaming at them. I had, like, parents getting in on with me. It was so fun. We built uh, – did you guys see – did you – I think Ryan Leonard said he did. Did you see our, our uh, beer wall? I love the beer wall. That was us. We got to do it late in the game, That's though. Try to save it to, like, the very end. I told and, like, the story. I told the, the story. Whole, to... The whole team will jump <laughs> in. Um, it's going to be wild. We were really <laughs> hoping someone was going to jump. Through. I told the story to Ryan Leonard, but uh, I was dressed up as the Pope yeah. for that during that. And I, we saw um, the athletic director, um, what, what's Blake his name? Blake, Blake James. James, thank you. Um, and we saw him, and Paul was told me, he was like, let's go talk to Blake James. And we had just built a beer tower, so I was in the best state to talk to Blake James. And so that's the only interaction, that's the only memory he has of me. We asked him for tickets. We did ask him for tickets to BU, that's right. At BU, so. And he said yes, but. He said yes, but I, I don't know. He was lying. I think the coolest thing with the student section is, um. God, I forget who we were playing, but somebody... No, it was Halloween night. 
Somebody dressed up in full goalie gear. Yeah. Behind the net. And that was probably the coolest thing. Like, you want to talk about dedication. Like, that kid wore full gear in our game. Like, yeah, like, jumping around. That was probably the coolest. Sweating. You no mean audience? sweating, Jackson, right? No, I mean, that's a you. Yeah. I didn't. Oh, oh. Okay. I just, okay. That makes sense. Um, anyway, um, so BU, so BU, you guys are playing a hockey game this weekend or two. And I, to jump into BU, yeah. actually, uh, another relationship you, you probably have, played with him in World Juniors, also a fellow Canadian's draft pick, Lane Hudson. You have a, a relationship with him? Yeah, I mean, I know him pretty well, just like, you know, him and I are the same age group, obviously spent a lot of time on the plane with him, going to and from, and, um, you know, he's a good kid, got a lot of fond memories with him, but uh, we're not going to be too good of friends for had a boy. Famous before college too. I mean, kid from Polar Express. <laughs> <laughs> he, looks exactly like he does look like the kid from the Polar Express. Um, so Just wait till next year when there's three Hudsons there. Uh, That's disgusting yeah. that there's going to be three of them. There's going to be three brothers. That well, isn't it's going to become the Macar family. The Macar family. Unless Hudson signs after this year, they're all three. Unless Lane signs no after problem. this year. Praying, no praying that he does. He won't. I doubt uh, he'll sign. What uh, what's been the attitude in the? Locker room tone, just everything, like especially towards you freshmen, where it's like this is your first BCBU game, and obviously last year for I guess now sophomores for Cutter it was like a nine six game. Like, what have they been like? I guess mentoring you guys on what to expect for this one two matchup. I mean, it's it's no like it's gonna be madness. Like both games, you know, as much as the rankings don't mean anything when these teams play each other. I think it's the first time the school's been one and two. So you take what's already one of the, probably the biggest, you know, rivalry in all of college sports and you put it at one and two, you know, it doesn't get much bigger than that, especially with you know, we had I think seven and I think it's eight guys that have played, you know, one goal of the world juniors a month ago. So like it's an exciting time for both schools in hockey and for us it's been as much as it is BU week, it's just another weekend. You know, you can't treat it differently on the opponent. And um, there's going to be momentum swings. You know, going to a Gannis, it'll get loud in there at some points. But, you know, even in our building, it'll get pretty loud too. So just... Get louder. Yeah, exactly. So just kind of stay even keel the whole time and know that, you know, if you out-defend them, you're going to get plenty of chances and, you know, hopefully capitalize. When you play a guy like Macklin Celebrini and Lane Hudson too, is there any any different preparation going into that knowing those guys on the other side or same as always yeah I mean we kind of pre-scout everybody but you know, both those guys are pretty special players and they're going to play for a lot of a lot of games in the NHL one day but you know we have more talent I think in our dressing room it's not really about the first rounders or whatever rounders but you know I believe in every guy in that room that you know, when we play the right way there's not you know a team in the country that can kind of play with us I if you guys, sweet. I think if you guys swept them, I think we'd burn down a building, at least a mod. We were all talking like if we sweep BU, if they'll cancel classes for the whole school, because you know we'll be in class on Monday, but we'll see if you know Everybody the whole. Yeah, school yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, slightly off topic here, but um, team wise, do you guys have a particular video game that is like team wide? Fortnite got huge with our team. <laughs> Leonard is always playing for it. That was not something you brought up. When he, he did not bring up Fortnite. He loves playing Fortnite. Oh, no, he did because Pepper was like, I play Fortnite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course she did. Malone plays a lot of Fortnite. We got a good group of guys that love the, love the game. Yeah. Um, do you play Chow at all? I don't, like, I play Chow a lot like, at home, but like, not here. I'm not way here. too busy to even bring an Xbox to school. Like, I haven't even set up my TV. I just plug my computer in and then figure it out. So definitely don't have the tools to play Chow. 24 is... Uh bit odd in comparison to the rest ones. Who, what? Uh, Chow, I don't have so you're not, Chow. You're not really missing out this year. My brother loves Chow, so he'll play it back home and let me know if oh, the yeah. game's fun. I'm, I'm still on. I'm I'll still give on him the work when I get home. Oh. <laughs> that's, that's a crazy shirt. Is he, uh, do you think you're you're good enough or he's bad enough to where you could not play for the entire time yeah, and you could sum back? I mean, I know my game. Crazy. I play like a, like a throwback, like Scott Stevens style. Like, you know, I'm not going to outskill him, but, you know. I'll make it hard on him for sixty minutes. So you are you are you so you're more of a guy who's gonna like end the game with like thirty hits instead of yeah more of like I'm gonna out defend you you know get my two on one backdoor tapping yep. you know can we play a rough friend of NHL that most players aren't familiar with <laughs> cross no. cross cri- crease cross ice you don't play cross crease no Ross's favorite rule no icing 
that shit. Oh, that's money. Oh, we turn rules off. Rules are off. You turn rules off? Just like, so what? You can just trip a guy on the fast. You can break? do anything you, you want. That's stupid. So That's stupid. Dude. Icing is not real. So, I swear to God. What do you mean icing's not real? It's a it's and a real shell sport. Icing's the dumbest rule. No, ever. I turn icing off. So explain. Okay, I, I listen. I'm not a. I hate I, icing in all of hockey except <laughs> for like, in those moments where guys like on the other team have been out for a minute and a half and like you can't change. Yeah, like, yeah. I think there's you know in that sense it's smart, but like. I think it's so dumb. Like the game's moving is that why, so fast. Is that why the rule? As a guy who like really got into hockey, coming to BC, is that why the rules created so that you can't just like clear and change real quick? I mean, I think the biggest rule I wish was implemented that they had in youth hockey is when you're up by like five or six, it's a running clock. Granted, there's not very many teams in the country that get up by five or six awesome. regularly, but like. We've had some games this year where you're like, you know, I believe we six not. I believe I believe we don't. Yeah, but the only issue with sure. that in this stage now is that people are paying to see. Oh, I know. That's the thing that sucks. Have you seen the prices for for? Yeah, it's yeah, gross. It's crazy. It's gross. Somehow, Rangers standing room tickets are cheaper, but we're trying to get. Well, they're playing a real hockey game. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm We've been hearing some rumors that they're gonna try to overpack. They are. Conti, that it's gonna be almost like two to a seat in the uppers. They're kind of just be letting people in. But the hardest thing for us is, you know, the tickets we're trying to give to, like, parents, friends, coaches, or the lower bowl, when they're trying to just say, well, I'll just get in line, and you're going to shove through everybody and kind of get in there. But we're talking the biggest thing is, you know, when we get to the rink around four is, how big is that line gonna oh, be? At four, at four, four it'll be it'll be, it'll be, it'll be going. Probably at four. You think four will be a couple players? Which is which is unreal. Be there at two, four, I'm talking to guys that I'm still in class. The yeah, games, they get there late usually, or never really that invested, and they're getting there at four thirty, five o'clock. It's like crazy. That's yeah, no, nuts. Are you guys? Are you gonna? I assume you're gonna take a take a look outside. You're gonna check. I mean, the way I got to come down is, like, I got to come down the million-dollar stairs. So, like, oh, every shit, time man. I come down, I, that's the one thing I love about being on upper, though, is, like, all the boys love being freshmen, walking through, like, the quad with, like, their suits on. Like, you think you're the man just walking through campus like that. But I think that's the coolest thing, like, is when you're walking down, we were playing, I want to say it was Northeastern. There were a lot of people waiting outside. I don't even know why. I didn't think it was that packed for that game. But there were people waiting outside for that, and I was like, Jesus, like, you know, you ever wake up in the morning and not want to, like, take it seriously? Like, there's people yeah. that are waiting this long to come watch you play. Do you have a Do you have a fit ready for tomorrow? Are you a special suit or just Yeah, I mean, a, I just, just got casual? two new suits, but I don't think they're in yet, which sucks. But the weather's still so cold, you got to keep going pea coat. Because mm. I, I remember, if you remember for the maroon out, who who came in in maroon suits? A couple guys oh, did. Oh, we got some guys in ma- new maroon suits a, now. I know Lenny had a one. Yeah, Leno's got a new maroon one. Smitty just got a new maroon one. So, oh, maroon? Oh. Might have we to. Got, I got oh, a new mask though. Like how we repeat no, like people. That's not, yeah, well. That's not, so. Well, yeah. we're breaking out some new stuff tomorrow. We got the new jerseys tomorrow. Do you like that? Cool. You like? That's, uh, watch your honest, honest opinion. What What would you rate out of ten compared to the? I actually love them, and the reason I say I love them is because I know the story behind them. So. I want to say the logo goes back to when Coach Brown was here, yes. so that's a part of it. The stripes, the, you know, if you notice, like it's a little diagonal. like diagonal. Yeah. That's also from his time here, but then the socks goes back to kind of how they've always been with, you know, the original. You know, when you think Boston College hockey, they did the same thing with the socks. So, I personally love it. I got a new mask. Yeah, for the jerseys. Oh, you got a new mask for the jerseys? Yeah, it's that, pretty slick. I because I like so. You got a picture of it? Him, I'm yeah. like not really familiar with hockey before I came here, dude. That fucking helmet with the Florida license. Penalty. Oh, that's tough. That's, that's so tough. So, so the sick, dude. with my mask, um, the Iron Man theme, I kind of get asked about it a lot. So when I was really little, the first goalie mask I ever got, they didn't have plain white that small. Iron Man theme. So it was like they had Marvel themed, and the only one they had in stock was Iron Man, and. I always had white since that. So when I got to juniors and they were like, what do you want to do? I was like, screw it. I'm not creative enough for this. I'll just do Iron Man, but purple. So I had a good run in that last year that was like, screw it, can't change it. But uh, this is the new one that's coming tomorrow. Or the guy's hand delivering it, but it's the same sort of thing. Oh, but it's shit. Got more of the eagle on it wow. there. That's nice. But there's yeah, more that's gold. Good, yeah. He flipped that's, the, that's he flipped the two colors. Where gold cage? I'm going white, just more my game. And then he changed the back plate a little bit. The painter kind of took it for his own to kind of do it. But 
I wasn't huge into the Iron Man movies, but other people were, and he put some of the quotes on it. Instead of the Fowler license plate, he did Stark Industries, but he put Fowler over that, so it's that kind of stuff. And then, oh. and then it's hard to see, but then Florida. little sleek oh, state of cool. Florida on it. So wait, so you haven't seen? So have you not seen the Iron Man movies? I mean, I've seen them, but like I didn't pick the mask because I just like love yeah. the movies. I just makes it more personal to me with that. But I love the license plate on the back. That was kind of like. The one thing was a must-have on the one that I have now. Yeah. No, I'll probably just flip the thing because it's maroon and it'll look the same. That's the same? Or? I mean, I have two sets. One's like more gold, but we did sweep last weekend, so I doubt I'll switch. Yeah. Um, so do you have a – it's a special guy who does it, Who does that for you? Do you, like, know him? or? Yeah, that? I got – this guy's a little bit different. He's from Montreal and kind of reached out and said he wanted to do a collab. But the cool thing about him is um, a lot of people don't know NASCAR drivers actually get their – helmets like airbrushed the same yeah. way so oh, guys really? can do it they'll get it personal but then they'll have their sponsors on it well too so this guy's nasty I like doing those and i kind of liked how it was kind of like a street look to it almost like graffiti mm-hmm. a lot of guys want it to be clean cut this and that i was like bc's clean cut enough on its own that i kind of want to add my own style to it do you have a favorite helmet from anyone you've watched growing up oh that's a hard one my my favorite one probably of all time was probably either Flurry wore this one. I was always a big Flurry fan. It almost looked like a ghost with ghost eyes in the front. And I was, yeah, with the yeah. pens. I always think that was pretty cool. Just like, I like having the eyes on the front. Just, it's more than just a paint job. It's almost like, you know, you want to bring it to life. And Flurry was always one of my favorite players. And I always thought he had six eyes. So yeah. I always liked it. I was never a fan of Mark Andre Fleury. I loved Mark Andre. Well, Why? Who was your team? Rangers. Exactly. I hate the Penguins. Ran- I hate the Rangers. Woody, are you a Penguins fan? Penguins fan, always. Ah, oh, Jesus. Yeah. I was up in Montreal two weeks ago. What a crowd. So those fans are yeah. something oh, else. Before that's we continue, you're Ranger fan, Ranger fan, Ranger fan, Flyer fan. Flyer oh fan. God. So you're fans yeah. are not. Ready. So not. <laughs> well, not not big fans. Not big fans of one of your teammates. The Flyers are in shambles right now, though. We just lost the goalie. We just lost Carter Hart, too. We're falling apart, Carter Samuel Harrison is another reason. He's not going to catch us, so it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, uh, second. But wouldn't you like to be first? The Rangers did have the steal of the draft, though. They did have the steal of the draft. Oh, wait, is his name Gabe Perron? Yeah, I mean, the fact that that kid went 23 or everyone. making the graphics that night for Smith, Leonard, and... Because you knew they were going to go in the first round. Oh, 100%. Like, Smith goes four. I'm like, all right, that's where we had him. I thought Leonard was going to go to the Flyers, so I made that We one. all thought he was either going – so there were three teams. And four, if those three teams passed, we all thought he was going to Arizona. They like they like big players, big physical. Like Jack McPain. Yeah. yeah, like – so, you know, him and I have the same agent, so, like, we were all in Nashville together. I'm good friends with Lionel. We were, like, kind of talking about it, and it was like – could be any of these three teams so you kind of don't know where you're gonna go like those guys are like yeah i was nervous i'm like you guys do your going on night one i'll give you nervous like but when he finally got his name called by washington I was like yeah like good fit but if he didn't go there detroit was definitely taking him yeah, no, I, I, I still have the flyer and the halves one for learning but then i remember i was waiting and sitting because i was gonna go out and i was waiting for games to go and oh my god going and falling back i'm like fine i'll just bring my computer to my friend's house I'm like, I'm realizing as I'm leaving, like, holy shit, the Rangers are. Yeah. He was three picks away from going to San Jose with Smitty. Yeah. Which would have been, like, a gross line. Like, the Sedins almost. Like, that big of, like, like, it was crazy. Mm hmm. Yeah, what could have been? Yeah, we get it. Thanks, though. It just doesn't, it doesn't look right. (laughs) But anyway, Gabe, I I don't know. I just remember, like, screaming when Gabe got, because I've been a diehard Rangers fan my entire life, but it's like, holy shit, like, I get to watch someone who, basically for free right now, that eventually one day I went to pay, two hundred fifty bucks to see him losing the conference what? finals That's again. These things like we talk about. Sorry, like, <laughs> you turn on the NHL once, game. Sorry. Hey Jim, Jim, go back and go back to not talking. Okay, okay I'll thank stop. you. Well, like we we watch all these NHL games because we got so many guys like affiliated with different teams, and you're like, like holy shit, like Gable, like you're gonna be playing a power play in two years with. Panarin, Zabanajed, 
Truba's gonna be sitting next to you in the locker room, like. Lafreniere, hopefully. Yeah, we're like, well, if dude, he, like, you know, yo, let's wake up and go get breakfast tomorrow. These guys are playing in the national, like, yeah, all these little things. So it's like kind of cool how quick things change, and like guys like Cutter are gonna be playing in the NHL this year. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, no, he said it. He said it in some interviews. Right? No, he's playing in the NHL now. Jimmy Drysdale. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's great. Anyway. Um, do we wanna? Do you wanna wrap this up? Yeah. Well, we forgot our our final segment, guys. Oh, what would? Okay. Okay. Two things. You know what we'll do? Let's do that. the white Let's do the We'll get a video because we were gonna post a teaser like saying the podcast is dropping tomorrow. We'll just get a video. Let's stop yelling. Let's stop. Can we? Let's stop yelling at Nick. He's trying his best. Okay. Thank you. Last question that we asked. That we ask everyone who comes on our podcast, do you have any NIL deals currently that you want to shout out or any future NIL deals that you want? I believe... We've heard Monster, we've heard... Death. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A was a good answer. <laughs> go, go, squeeze. This is going to be a long list. <laughs> okay. List them out. Go, 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 go. Well, so I currently have one with Bauer, which is definitely awesome. Like, they yeah. take care of me really good. Gear, helmet. They got me new skates recently, so, like, they take care of me good. They also gave me some money that goes to sponsors, so like I got a full new set of clubs, bag included, like everything, which was nice. State and Liberties with them, so I got yeah. some P code stuff like that. So that's definitely nice. Top three that I would put of like what I'd want, not in any order. We did. We just got hooked up with Chipotle from Winning Gold, which was nice. Oh, that's well, a so, good one. So, so I'm not gonna put them on there because I'll count it as one now with. They gave us like sixty free hear, entrees. Uh, like sixty? No, I, I think it. I think it reloads. Yeah. Sixty free meals every year. I guess. W yeah. chipper. So like now the whole W chipper every, every week, once a week for free. Yeah. I've been to chipper. You could go every week. Three times this week, but you know, like we've been using it like we've been using it more as like a team thing. Like whenever you go with like the older guys, like Armstrong's, you know, he'll take me. He'll pick me up. Be like chipper, let's go, and I'll be like, all right, like I'm getting Chipotle, but I gotta cover him too, but. You know, it's not like I'm gonna be a you know stickler about free Chipotle, so that's definitely up there. But Chick Fil A gotta be on there, absolutely. Um, Starbucks slash Dunkin'. Big coffee guy or? Which one's better? So Which one's better? I, I'd be very careful how you no, answer that No, this question. is actually a hot topic. Hot coffee, Starbucks sweeps, iced coffee. Dunkin' Sweeps. That probably makes sense. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, that's why, a, that makes sense. What do you think the difference is? Because it's, I don't just, know. I, it's I just warm and cold. I've, I've never, never also... Coffee, I, don't think. I think I've only had Dunkin' Ice Coffee. I've also never had a hot coffee from Dunkin'. So I don't know oh, if so I can you, say that okay. right away. However, I've had a lot of iced coffees from each. I think a Dunkin' Ice Coffee is way better than Starbucks. Uh, too bad Zay Flowers never, never gave us What I would say with coffee. Dunkin' and Starbucks is... I. I've had better Starbucks and I've had worse Starbucks, but I know when I go to Dunkin', I'm gonna get the exact same thing every time. Like it's more oh, consistent. Yeah. Starbucks is too like up and down. For me. Well, S- Starbucks, the way they like do their roasts is they intentionally burn it. Uh, oh, that's kind of why it's better hot. Because if you get it cold, then it's just kind of like yeah. iced burnt water. But if you get it, that's if you get it hot, mm, that's top but tier. But the, the biggest <laughs> thing is like the food at Starbucks. I think is horrible. I like yeah, Granted, yeah. at school, at school you're never getting Starbucks from like. You know the chocolate bar, like Hillside or anything, but like you know, you go to Dunkin', you know you can get a croissant, bagel, hash, like whatever you want. So the little I would definitely like put. I'm gonna have to go and English muffin. Cost you what seven bucks? So like you get that from Starbucks, it's fifteen dollars. <laughs> You're like, jeez. Yeah, so I would take I'd take Dunkin' and six. Uh, Dunkin' and six. That's a good answer. I think. Timmy's up north sweeps both. See, I haven't had Timmy's enough no. to put in that category. Bro, goes to Canada. Went yeah, you went to Canada. No, no, no. Like Tim, they have, they have it everywhere. Like playing in Youngstown, Ohio, there was a Tim's yeah, got them sp- yeah. in like Pittsburgh. So it was like, it's definitely better in Canada. Oh my god! But like, I've never had like Tim's enough compared to Duncan. Yeah. You know, Keyshawn yeah. Booth, the dude on the Patriots receiver. We're mid-interview, dude. <laughs> We're mid-read. <laughs> We're mid No, what happened to the Patriots? He was arrested over illegal betting at LSU. That's smart. On himself. Oh. <laughs> if you do parlays, so you want to change this thing? They've been preaching Cut to us that. right now. It's like, don't bet. well, yeah, everything's don't bet on it. Well, with right now and how much these tickets are going, they've been, like, right now, it's like, don't sell these tickets because, like, some of these tickets you could sell for, like, 500 bucks. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely can't do that. So speaking of speaking, no, speaking of betting, uh, what are your locks for this weekend? Uh, locks for this football. weekend for football. We're gonna have to oh, cut for the football. For football. For football. Or what are your picks? Chiefs, Let's not Ravens. say locks. I want Ravens. Easy. He's good saying pick. he wants that way. Yeah, gets, yeah, that, yeah. Good, good, good PR. Okay, okay. Good PR. Good PR. Lions. <laughs> We're not. How can you not root for the line? Bang! That's the right, and that's the right list. Exactly. Yeah, but then it goes Ravens Lions. You gotta root for the Lions, right? No. Yeah. Jared Goff. You gotta root. Well, I mean, <laughs> Lammer. Don't be Kobe's Captain. No, no. Ambrose, the last guy I would ever talk to about football from <laughs> Canada. But I don't know. I'm not from Detroit. Definitely nowhere near Baltimore. But you can't not root for the Lions. No, yeah. Detroit. I agree. You know, it would be nice for a BC guy to win a Super Bowl, so you can't really go wrong with, you know. Oh, I think Lions, we have to pretend. On, I think we have to pretend on the internet that we're rooting for the, the Ravens because it's I. Is if Taylor Swift wins. That's the only way. Exactly. That's, that's the last. That's or the Brock only reason why I'm not rooting. Am for I the them. only one who like doesn't care about her? Like I don't. I don't feel. I, I have no reaction. For football it's like. It's I have no reaction to that. Much. It's just like every fight. Like. It won't even be Travis at this point. It's like it's like McCall Harmon will have or, or MBZ will have a catch on the sideline, and they're like Taylor Swift. She's I having, just I just she's think, having fun. I just know? think when they cut to her when my parlay is failing because of her goddamn boyfriend. Hypothetical parlay. And they cut to her. It just it just it just spoils over. I just can't watch it. Well, who bet? Who? Why do you bet against the Chiefs? Commercials. It's like when the Eagles are losing, and I hear the freaking plug in the wall. <laughs> iPhone. The entire time. Yeah, the <laughs> iPhone commercial. They're saying that's the worst commercial ever. I don't know if I no, agree. I hate the commercial. Whopper, 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 whopper. You don't want Mahomes to win? No. He's had enough, bro. He's had. He's, he's been in what six straight? Six straight. Who's your Who's your football team? I'm a Steelers fan. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry about yeah, losing the first. So like that was the cool thing because I have so much family in West Virginia that it was like West Virginia doesn't have any pro sports, but they were closer to Pittsburgh yeah. than they were to Philly. So, Penguins. You know, Steelers, One Pirates, everything. So, playing in Youngstown was only about 45 minutes away from downtown Pittsburgh. So, got to go to a ton of Pens games, Pirates games. Never got to go to a Steeler game because they were ridiculous how much they charged for yeah. how bad they were. So, I never got to go to those, but, um, you know, definitely some poor is Tomlin Is Tomlin frustrating as a coach because it's 9-8 and eight every year? And you can't because you can't. Because you can't get rid of him because he's going taking you to the playoffs, but every year you know you're losing the first round. Yeah, I mean, you know what you're going to get. Like, they're the most, you know, they're never going to be too good, but they're never going to be too bad. So, like, you're going to have some good weeks, but, you know, like, you know, they got off to, like, an 8-1 and one start when you're, you're like, oh, shit. Like, you know, they're going to lose six or seven in a row. Well, when like, they, remember when they won? Uh, uh, remember when they were, what, 11-0 and 0 in 2020? Yeah, 2020. And then they stunk because – because Ro- cause Roethlisberger's well, arm stopped working. 11 and 6 or something? Yeah, and then they lost to the Chiefs in the first yeah, round. Exactly. So No, Browns. Browns Browns in the first round? The no, one that I remember. No, that's not the year. Different year. The ones no. I remember uh, most vividly is who would they play? Or they played the Jags, and it was, I can't remember the year. Uh, probably had was it the 17, year the 2017, 2018. Yeah, Bortles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably the other that was the Nick Foles year. So, it's it's the flake year. It's the flake year. It's the flake year. Keenum, Keenum, Blake Bortles, and uh, yeah, that's what it was. Who's the flake year? No, 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 no. Isn't it when the, when the Jags go? To, was it not the year the Jags go to the AFC? You played Brady in the Super Bowl. Well, wasn't it the AFC Championship? No, it was the it was the Colts game. That was Colts because it was Colts Jags. No, no, it was Colts Pats, and I think it was Jags Jags Pittsburgh. The Super Bowl was. Pats, Eagles. Pats Eagles. Wait, the Flake year was Pats no, Eagles? No, Pats Eagles was the year. It was like the Seahawks threw the ball. It was that year the yeah. Jags played Pittsburgh in the game before yeah. the AFC title game. Yep. And it was like two teams that weren't that good playing. Jacksonville was like my second team growing up. Just like I went to a ton of those games as a little kid. So like my dad, kind of a win-win for us. But it was like that was like the year where we were like, Fuck, this could be the year for the Steelers. The you weren't a Bucks fan growing up? No, they. Well, they stunk. I'm like, I mean, they oh, stunk before. Where I live Great. is like equidistance from like yeah. So like, I'm like two and a half to Miami, two and a half to Tampa, and two twenty to Jacksonville. But it was like, I could pretty much root for any of them. But you know, I wrote root for the Jaguars for I don't know whatever reason. Well, who's the quarterback there before Brady? It's it's uh, Jameis Winston and and uh, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Fitz. No, no, not Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert was in. Uh, he was in Jacksonville. He was wasn't in Jacksonville. It? They had Fitzpatrick. 
and well, Fitzpatrick dude, had that had that four game run to start dog. the year. Exact same player, bro. Fifth, you're gonna get you're gonna get a what? shitload of touchdowns and a shitload of interceptions. Yeah. Who? Oh, yeah. Games. Well, that's why it sucks. We start playing so good. You're like, shit. It's going the other Here way. Come so. the Here come the interceptions. All right. Um, is that it? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone have anything they want to say? This was fun with that, Gia. Yeah. We could, we um, could end this well, interview like Tomlin did and just walk off. Yes. Yeah, we just. <laughs> Well, what if we just trip a guy as he's coming down the sideline instead? Right, well, no, you have to you look want. at a screen. No, it's good coaching. That's a coach who's committed to No, it's team. good coaching. All right. If they had a breakaway and, and Greg Brown jumped on the ice, <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I'm not going to lie. I would be like, that's a good coach right there. He cares about his team. Dude, that guy could still play. He's really? probably the best skater on our whole team. Really? Oh, yeah. Cool. And as a, as a gift of our appreciation, you, uh, you can turn to see... Jimmy Mann that's holding uh, two wonderful Beacon Street we Bus futures because we did not know uh, your uh, size. We have large and extra large. Can I have both? Can I, I guess you can have both. If you get... Uh, I well, get four to skill. Yeah, why not? You, you have, have to guarantee he can get on the All right, who, do we, who should we ask next to go, come on this get, podcast? Get who, so who have you, who have you uh, Hockey? interviewed Ryan from Leonard, the Gus. freshman? Any freshman? Freshman's only Ryan Leonard. I would do Gabo for sure. He's a funny. He's a funny kid. Yeah, but he's just going to like... Well, I was talking to him and Jackson's I... Just gonna sit here and be like, Jackson's just well, going to wet his I pants I went to dinner with him and Smitty tonight and I was telling him how I was coming on later and I was like, you guys should hop on next because Smitty dropped really? me off here. We, can we do both of them? I oh. think you'd be better off if you interviewed One both of them together. together. Yeah. Because yeah. so, uh, you already got Leonard. Yeah. And when they play together, it's like Leonard's like you know the physical guy and then these two are kind of so, their What do you think of, when he was just like screaming at the Merrimack goalie? I loved it. I told him. So he kind of got yelled at. He got he got yelled at pretty good because we ended up giving up the power play goal right after, which turned a game that we were pounding them into like we barely won. But, you know, we got the three points. Nobody cares about the score. But he was in a bad mood because he got yelled at pretty good. But um, <laughs> for us, I told him, I was like, I'd rather you do that 10 times out of 10 because now <laughs> every time we play Merrimack for the next two years, like that kid's going to know going into it. Like Ryan yeah. Leonard is going to be in my grill for 60 minutes. So I told him I'll, I'll soak that power play every time if he keeps putting the puck in the net. So speaking of, you obviously know Barnack, right? Oh, yeah. So you know those videos they do when they go on the ice and they show how good the, those players actually are. Oh, he's making the pitch. So this is a pitch. And we got the go-ahead from... <laughs> Well, John, we just uh, have to... You're, you and your best buddy. So we have to send him, like, a rough draft, I guess. Would you be interested in being the goalie for that? 100%. There I, we go. I think we the video is a shit. Tell him what, you got to tell him what it is, though. Oh, well, yeah, we yeah. got, like, we'll be doing the... Uh, well, I thought we were the goalies in the sense that they're just firing pucks or... I want you to know, I've skated twice in my entire life, and I had to use the cone. I think I think the coolest thing would be, like, if you could do, like, almost, like, both. I don't know about the same video, but then if you could get, like... If somebody could get you guys the gear, yeah. go out with. During a practice? Four, I'd give you four guys <laughs> Smith, Leonard, Perot, and Gautier. <laughs> Either a breakaway or a skills uh, challenge with one of you guys in goal. I'll do it. Just, like, I would, I'll just, do just it. for the, like, I don't think people know how hard those guys really shoot. Cutter and Leno. I'll do it. No, I'll oh, we do. We can, nah, that nah, would be the nah, sickest. I'm, that'd be funny, though. <laughs> we might get them to do it. Uh, here we go. We I was get, a street hockey goalie for Edinburgh. We'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll what I got out. down is a speed skate, keep away in the circle, accuracy, uh, like a breakaway against you. That's where you And then the 3v3. I well, think that'd be we, sick because a bunch of the boys like to rag on the goalies, like, I'm sniping today or whatever. So a lot of Sundays, um, we'll come in and we'll have open ice. And yeah. you know, we got a bunch of hockey nerds in our team that love to just go to the rink. and. Yeah. We've started this new thing where pretty much every week somebody new kind of puts on the gear. Yeah. So it started with <laughs> Perot and Smith. One Sunday decided they wanted to put the gear on. And go figure it was the day we had a recruit here. We got two of the best players to ever come you know, through here recently on the ice wearing goalie gear. So that's where it started. And we've kind of had a list of you know, the best goalies since. So we've had Smith, Perot, Voter wore it for uh, a day. And then we had Cut and goalie gear. This week, after one of our media things, so Perot's probably number one out of those guys. There you go, the Rangers Cut, Cuts one. dead last. I have one more question at the end. All right, you've never played professional hockey, right? Uh, not one time. Not, no, no hockey. You've never played any hockey. If we skate down all three of us a hundred times, how many times do we score on you? A hundred times? Do we get like what is okay? More, and if it's more than a hundred, do, yeah. do, do we get no, one? No hockey. We're cross creasing. We're NHLing. We're telling you the more than five. Like no. I mean, I wouldn't say we get one hockey way, but like I just 
a three on O, even with guys like that like can play. Well, no, like not even that. <laughs> like, no, I, hey, we can figure it out. I think yeah. you'd all have a better chance one on one than three on O. Oh, really? See, I think, but with the. The so three of us, like, the three of our minds. Use, I might have the puck. We won't totally use fall. Yeah. But I would like, count it. Laugh at me yeah. I would count it as yeah. if you like missed a pass and it came all the way down. I would send it all the way back. I'd count that as one. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I take my bet that fifty uh, percent of the time that would try, happen. Just try to get close you know what sucks? You know what sucks? Like, all right, see you. <laughs> you know what sucks now too is that we have to do that now, and now we're gonna get. I don't know if I'd do a hundred because a hundred no, like, by, by ninety nine I'd be like laying down yeah, like way down. No, obviously. Yeah, that, Realistically, you could probably save all the shots we get off ninety nine percent of them. You could probably just save. Because I don't think we're I gonna think get I any. I think I could higher. go ten for ten if you did ten of them. I think I think I think he's say actually. I don't know. We never make you do. I don't know if I can get off. But now we're gonna. But now it's gonna be. We'll figure out our offense. We gotta figure out. By the end of shot, we might know how to get a shot off. That would. I would actually might be that might be my hell. That might be my hell. Is trying to score, and you can't leave till till we score. Oh, that was the worst. Can't end on a mess. Can't end on a mess. All right. Um. Yeah. He's in. Yeah. Um. That's just. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want people to just show us how good they are at hockey and how great. Yeah. Yeah. We got a lot of guys that you don't really understand how good they are until you're with them every day you see them and you're playing like, against guys who are yeah. so good and like they still stand out so like, I can't even imagine it's like us who have literally never like I've never I've skated twice my time I don't think I've ever successfully skated without a cone well that's like the craziest thing that's like, crazy that you're playing that against all these guys I know like, at least. Not really. I'd known Cutter and Leno and Smitty but you know before Gabe committed here you know it was those two guys coming to BC and then Perot is on that line too and then now like He's probably one of the best players like, I've ever played with. Like, the way that kid, like, sees the ice, and he's got, like, eyes on every side of his helmet. It's crazy. Like, that kid practice, you're going against him, and you're like, yeah, you just know you're getting scored on whatever he's coming down on you. God, I can't wait for him to play your future shirt. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I, like... Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I don't listen to any of our podcasts anyway, so I don't know how he ends it. But... I assume he would say something. Gio would say something <laughs> along. <laughs> by. I, I would say Gio would say something along the lines of "Thank you guys so much for listening." Um, and then he says that stupid thing at the end. Uh, oh, it's been a hell of a night.